And we are grappling with a dilemma that so many people have faced these past few weeks. How do you reconcile your love for someone with the revelation that they have behaved badly? And I don't know the answer to that. But I do know that this reckoning that so many organizations have been going through is important. It's long overdue and it must result in workplaces where all women, all people mm -hmm. feel safe and respected. Yeah, I'm not buying it. You're I'm not, just not buying That's it. Why, no. I, I, unless why, he was a well-known perv. How's it possible these people are this level of actors and actresses? Um, these people get twenty million dollars a year to get on the air and act happy and 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 furrow their brow if Prince Harry has a toenail uh, fungus or something. I mean, these people are incredibly talented performers. Well, I don't think they're acting. I'll be interested to see what the timeline is, how this all comes out. Savannah Guthrie on the Today Show with the announcement that uh, she says, and Hoda and, and Al Roker says they all were awakened early this morning with the news that their leader had been fired, and they're shocked by it, and they're that crying I over can, it. That I can believe. Look at Savannah and Hoda are actually holding hands to start the show Hoda on the Today on Show. now. Because they're so rattled. It just occurred to me that the leader of the Today Show and the CBS Early Show Two of the three biggest shows in America for news and power and that sort of thing mm -hmm. both had their stars leaving a week. Right. Over they can't keep their hands off of people. Mm. That's amazing. There's only three of those shows. Right. And two of them are gone. What's and nobody that? watches the third one. Or do they? AB oh, Snuffleupagus? Good Morning America, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I've is, heard of that. Is Snuffleupagus safe? I think so. He was almost a priest. So I think he's probably okay. He's a little liar. He's on solid ground. Yeah. Um, th what she said there, though, I, I have been wondering about that some. Um, but, uh, somebody you've known and worked with for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden, so do you, what, when you call them up, because I think you have to, what do you say to them? This is a heck of a pickle, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt. Uh, or do you, do you not? Do this you, is all unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, because if the charges are as serious as, you know, logic would suggest they are. Or would you call them? Maybe you don't. I think you'd have to. Mine would be some variation of, what the F, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? Hey, uh, this you is know, your friend here. What the F? <laughs> in, in the words of uh, Louis Armstrong, you, you have just screwed up my hustle. You're, you're messing with my living, you idiot. Yeah, I don't know. He's gone, so what, what's the point of that? But yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I so was planning on a perv-free Wednesday. I mean, like the TED Talk empire, I guess, is riddled with sexism and, and harassment and groping and whatever. Really? And I thought, nah, okay. If you care about that, you probably know it already. But let's not talk about it. Then the weasel, Matt Lauer. The weasel. I need details. Uh, I need details. I like I the Charlie Rose-style details with the, oh the dangling the pant legs in the pool so you have an excuse to take off your pants. I like those details. Enjoy that, did you? Hey, do you want to watch an a, a old tape of my show with me while we have a glass of wine? Those are the details I like. <laughs> that, to me, is still the most unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's you a move. Come over and watch my show? Uh, so here are your, uh, this is exciting now, your top five Matt Lauer Olympics coverage come-ons, except I've left number one unwritten. So uh, the number one, the top joke, has got to come from one of y'all. Here's uh, Matt Lauer's inappropriate Olympics come-ons. Do we have theme music for this, Michael? <laughs> do we? Anything, anything will do. It doesn't matter. 
Number five. As heard on a previous segment, want to see my pole vault? Hilarious, Matt. Number four. You win the gold medal for sexy. <laughs> it really, it needs music under it, Michael. Give me some music! You win the gold medal for sexy. <laughs> Number three. Hey, after we cover curling, I'd love to see your toes curling. Wow. Number two. How about a little track and feel? <laughs> and number one, Matt Lauer, inappropriate Olympics coverage. Come online. I haven't written number one. Somebody texted, one. I'd like to see your dismount. <laughs> Which is Winner. not bad. Winner. You see, he apparently the text line. felt somebody up at the Olympics. So we've got somebody on the phone line. We got a text. Right. We got a text about this earlier, uh, and apparently this caller, and we, we rarely take calls, yeah. remembers this incident, and it regards Matt Lauer. Will, congratulations on being, I believe, caller number three of 2017. How are you, sir? Good, thank you. It was about 10 years ago, you guys had a caller that called up, and the subject was sleep sex. And how people's personalities were different when they had sex sleep or sleeping. Oh, that, that that people actually can have, they can do all sorts of things. We were talking about Ambient at the time and how you can wake up at a toll booth or wake up in a different room. You got a ham sandwich in front of you. And some people had actually had sex and been completely unaware of it. They were asleep during it. So, yeah, okay, go ahead. Correct. And this uh, lady called up and said in college that she had sex with a media figure that had that affliction, and she wouldn't say who it was, and eventually she mentioned his name. And it was Matt Lauer. Correct. And, and, and so was, he was a totally different guy sleeping than he was awake. Okay, and so now we're finding out today that that might have been a cover for something that he did that he wanted to well, have an excuse for. But that was her. Well, the, her well, yeah, that saying. was her, and she, she was saying in college he wasn't even famous at that point. That was one of the kinks he had. And the other thing I'd like to say is you mentioned Stephanopoulos being a priest or being almost a priest. Uh, I don't know if you remember Bernie Ward from KGO and what he did. He was a priest. Right. Yeah, it proves nothing. <laughs> That's a good point, Phil. Thank you All for right, that. Thank you. All right, see Great you, brother. Show. Call All number right. three for the year 2017. Will we? Era fourth. No. Stay tuned. We won't. Stay tuned. Not happening. So, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. He might have been claiming that. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's, It is a known phenomenon. It though. is, but now yeah. with the news today that he's a pervo, it seems to fit in with the... Yeah. He needed a reason for... I'll grant you that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's not proof, but it's interesting. Oh, hey, speaking of, uh, you know, claims, counterclaims, etc., uh, I want to uh, say, I want to admit, I overstated... Elizabeth Warren's involvement in the whole Pocahontas thing, which is Focahontas, if you know anything about humor. Um, Overstated her involvement. Yeah, it's pretty clear she has not actively sought to promote her career by claiming to be part Indian. Harvard attempted to parry accusations that their faculty was too white, by desperately seeking out any ethnic blood of any professor, which, again, is the stuff of Nazis and eugenics and, and, and horrors. All of you people obsessed with what race people are. But anyway, Harvard was desperate to prove that they had a diverse faculty and went around and she said, yeah, I think I'm like 132nd Cherokee. And they said, yes! And they listed her as a Native American. Wow, that's weird. And then it got repeated and kind of... but. So it's you know it's not like she was going around touting it much. So uh, there you go. That is pretty weak from Harvard's standpoint. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean's... Well, just, you know what? If you have a frothing pack of irrational, juvenile, social justice warrior students demanding this, that, and the other, you rush around and try to please them. That's what colleges do. Sean's suggesting a no-touch Thursday. Maybe we could... Set on that and, and, and hope that a major politician or celebrity or media star doesn't break that day. Two ways to approach that. Number one, complete ban. I'm going to approach it with my robe open. Com- complete. You're not learning. <laughs> complete ban. Uh-huh. If there's a video of uh, Governor Jerry Brown of California sweating on a 17-year-old. We don't talk about well, Why would we that do that? That would be a complete ban. <laughs> right. Or we set some sort of standard below, you know, X. We won't talk about it. No Touch Thursday. I like the sound of it. Yeah, I'd sure like to. Yeah. Need a break. Yeah, none of that next segment. Thought Promise. we were going to get a break, Matt, you weasel. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. hit on this. Um, I don't know what to think of it. So the New York Times and the Washington Post same day out with stories quoting sources in the White House. So I'm assuming they were talking to the same sources since the New York Times and the Washington Post have their story out the same day. It seems like a reasonable assumption. That um, Washington Post refers to uh, Trump as delusional. The New York Times, I don't think, I haven't read their entire long article, I don't think they use that word, but talk about how he's got um, uh, changing views on a lot of different stories that are have, quote, stunned advisors. For instance, his um, saying that that Access Hollywood tape wasn't real, questioning its authenticity the other day. According to the Washington Post, he still talks about Obama not being a citizen and yeah. I wish we could find the right birth certificate and all that sort of stuff. That he traffics in various conspiracy theories. And, and the WAPO and New York Times being out today with that story, either somebody in the White House is out to um, uh, damage the president for some reason. Yes. Or they're patriots who believe he's off his rocker to a certain extent and went to the New York Times and Washington Post with that. I don't know Boy, which. that's uh, one man's meat is another man's poison right there. It's the, you're stating the same thing from two different points of view. But, yeah, motivation matters. I wonder who it is and what they're doing. Well, the damage but, one you would be would lead you to believe that it might not be true. Right. right. Is it malicious or is it, you know, patriotic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way the New York Times put it, and, and I don't think you can deny this, Trump fans. Uh, and they mention um, the... Uh, the certainty that the special counsel probe over Russia will be done by the end of the year, um, calling his low approval ratings fake news, um, uh, questioning whether the Access Hollywood video is real now after admitting to it earlier. Uh, here's what the Times says. In all these instances, as well as other setbacks, Trump has sought to paint the rosiest possible picture of his presidency and his character and has tried to will others to see it his way, like the big promises salesman he once was. Big promises salesman, I think, is a pretty accurate way to describe his career. Well, or most really successful salesman. 
Well, sure, yeah, particularly developers. Well, let me let me read, just read a paragraph from the Washington Post then, because again, I think I think a key to this story is that both of your big publications are out with the story on the same day. Sure. One more thought: Trump simply rejects facts and his own past admissions as he spins a new narrative. His critics accuse him of creating an alternate reality. The headline in the Washington Post is, He creates his own reality. From Access Hollywood to Russia, Trump paints the rosiest possible picture. So clearly they're talking to the same person or people, right? Yeah, that's 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 like the same words. So they're talking to the same person yeah. who, when facing setbacks, President Trump has sought to depict everything as brightly as possible. Okay, so... So, well... Uh, it is what I said it is. Either somebody contacted the Washington Post and the New York Times in an attempt to damage Donald Trump at this particular moment for some reason, or it's somebody with inside knowledge who actually thinks this is a problem yeah. and went to the two most powerful newspapers in America to uh, tell them their story. You know, it's funny. I, I think a lot of that is indeni- undeniable, the characterization of Trump as a you know, he just he creates these like salesman like realities and he tries to drag you along with it. And sometimes it's a little fanciful. There's no denying that. But at the same time, how many reports have we gotten that, you know, he secretly he hates General Kelly and he's on his way out and and, and there's there's chaos and hatred and it's falling apart. And Jared, this and, it, and nothing ever happens. It turns out not to be true or it was insignificant. So there are absolutely all sorts of whispering voices trying to do damage. That just is absolutely true. Um, even at the same time that, yeah, he's a wacky dude. I mean, he's a really strange dude. So Trump admitted, if you'll remember, after the Access Hollywood tape came out, he, he said that was him. He, he acknowledged that that was him. And, and then, then it was locker room talk. It was sure. locker room talk right. and don't make anything of it. And then he has since said, raising the prospect, that it may not have been him on the tape after all. Most of Trump's aides ignored his changing story. But in January, shortly before his inauguration, Mr. Trump told a Republican senator that he wanted to investigate the recording that had him boasting about grabbing women's genitals. We don't think it was my voice, Mr. Trump told the senator, according to a person familiar with the conversation. Since then, Mr. Trump has continued to suggest that the tape um, wasn't actually him. Does that make him a crazy person, or or did this never happen? Is this made up by somebody? He either is a crazy person, thinks his base will believe every, anything, or he's trying to do, like, break the four-minute mile or, or reach the moon. He's trying to engage in an unprecedented, record-breaking level of spin. This thing that was the biggest story in America, and I admitted to, I am now going to deny to see whether I can triumph. I mean, which one of those is it? Because that's Looney Tunes. This is the New York Times version of this story. In recent months, they say Mr. Trump has used closed-door conversations to question the authenticity of President Barack Obama's birth certificate. How does that come up in a meeting now? I mean, what difference does it make? Well, but he what, also... what is the setting, though? If he's sitting around uh, chatting or yucking it up or whatever, I'd say enjoying drinks, but he doesn't drink. And 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 it comes up, and he says, "I still don't think we saw the real birth certificate. I really don't. I mean, that's just—it's of no significance. But if you're a serious New York Times writer, you could write it in a way that makes it seem very insidious. Absolutely. So I, I just don't know. Well, I wasn't born here. Well, there you go. That settles that. It is like when he's got the generals in a room, and he says, "What would happen if we nuked North Korea?" Because he wants to hear Beautiful their answer. Example. And then it's written in the paper as Donald Trump doesn't know what would happen. 
in a nuclear holocaust or something like that. Appeared to be completely unacquainted with the intelligence of what would happen if we attacked North Korea. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So it's so hard. And listen, you know, it's funny. I was going to talk about this anyway, but the situation at the uh, Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, which really needs a shorter name, um, that that whole thing has been really amusing to me and and really kind of encouraging about the Trump administration because Mick Mulvaney is going in there and and saying he had his first press conference and he savaged his own agency. He said it's unaccountable, it's bloated, it's it's granted too many powers, blah blah blah. I know some of you think yeah because he's in league with the bankers. Well, that doesn't mean you can violate the Constitution. Well, some of you think it can. You we ought to change the Constitution to accomplish whatever goals you have, but. Oh, which reminds me, we've got to talk about this big Supreme Court case. Dang it. With the privacy and the cell phones and the data. Plessy versus Ferguson? Uh, no, a different one. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I thought that was re- really pretty good. But the the term the deep state, I don't like to use it because it sounds so exciting. It sounds so conspiratorial and dark and, and James Bondy and the rest of it. When it's so, I mean, there there are, is some insidious stuff going on, obviously. It's human beings. We do insidious things. But it's primarily just an enormous number of people pursuing their self-interest. I, I meant to ask for this tape, but I forgot. I got, I'm dealing with some personal stuff. I'll talk about it later. But uh, James Rosen last night on Fox News uh, had reported that uh, was it PolitiFact? One of your nonpartisan organizations that tracks political spending, spending stuff like that reported that the people who work at the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, the entire, everybody who works there, uh, donated more heavily to Democrats than Republicans by 539 to 1. Whoa! The ratio was 539 to 1. Now, I learned when I was but a college boy, couldn't grow a proper beard. Gladys? The year was 1984. Van Halen's 1984 album had come out. Handily enough. <laughs> the Marx Brothers were the talk of the town. <laughs> That's my bit. That's still my bit. I love that bit. The, uh, <laughs> the novel 1984 had just been published as well. Uh, but so uh, they explained to me. One of the problems Ronald Reagan has is that the State Department will not implement his foreign policy. And I thought, what? How can that happen? Because, again, I was a, uh, wet behind the ears. Why would I be wet behind the ears? I don't know. Maybe I had oily hair. What does that expression even mean? Anyway, so uh, and I thought, how can it be? And they explained, well, it's a lot like you can have a crusading uh, police chief come in, say, we're going to reform the force. Our, co- our officers are corrupt. They're taking bribes. They're beating, out, uh, beating up suspects, blah, 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 blah. And he can try, but that doesn't mean the cops on the street are going to do it. And so we have this ginormous bureaucracy whose self-interest is entirely wrapped up in a ginormous bureaucracy. How hard do y'all work to protect your living, to protect your industry from going away? Well, that's how hard the giant government works to protect their agencies. And so this this Consumer Finance Bureau is fighting Mick Mulvaney tooth and nail. What you got coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Katie Couric's past comments about Matt Lauer's most annoying habit will shock you. North Korean missile launch more threatening than we first thought. And glitter is a deadly environmental threat. Stories coming up minutes awesome. from now. Awesome. Next from now. On the Armstrong and Getty Show.
That is my catchphrase, you know, which, again, it didn't catch on in 2017 the way I thought it would. I thought it would be on bumper stickers, T-shirts, maybe songs. You need some cross-branding. I'm telling you, you got to go with the yo-yo-yo, yo-yo. <laughs> For Christmas. Yeah, and then kids love it. And, like, yeah, fidget yeah. spinners aren't a thing anymore. So, yeah, I think that's that's a winner. Here's the news with Marshall Phillips. Well, Matt Lauer out at NBC, effective immediately. The NBC News Chief, Andrew Lack, sent a memo to the staff overnight saying the network had received a complaint from a colleague about inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace by the longtime Today Show co-host. He is out. Now TMZ is... Which, rep- uh, again, uh, there's there's something going on there. Either NBC is rash and, like, in a panic uh, Salem witch trial mode. I mean, you get one complaint Monday night, and by Wednesday morning, he, Matt Lauer, the biggest star on NBC, is fired? That just seems crazy. Unless there's more to it. And in uh, in Andrew Lack's uh, memo to the staff, he was saying, and there could be other instances. There may be other instances. Well, they have solid reason to believe yeah. they are, is what he said. Yeah. There I, are. I like the way the Today Show has up there, because um, they opened with the news that the host of the show for the last 20 years right. is no longer there. Let go for inappropriate workplace behavior, like he wasn't filling out his time card on time or, or he something. He left dirty dishes in the sink. He attempted to take a personal day when we found out he didn't actually have anything to do. <laughs> he brought in seafood and used the company microwave to reheat it. <laughs> Got to go. That's it. I know we've paid you hundreds of millions of dollars over the last couple decades, but now you're gone. Yeah. TMZ reporting that Matt's former Today Show co-host, Katie Couric, didn't mince words when she was on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live show back in 2012, and he asked her, You co-hosted the Today Show with Matt Lauer for 15 years. What is Matt's most annoying habit? He pinches me on the ass a lot. What's interesting is Katie's uh, answer came and went. It was hardly picked up by the media. NBC said nobody's complained until this week. Yet their longtime co-anchor talked about ass-pitching in 2012. Was that a comedy show? What show was that? If that was supposed to be comedy, that was pretty damned dry. It was deadpan. Yes. And it's, you know, now we have reason to believe that that sort of thing was true. Surely he wasn't going after Katie Couric. Surely not. Anyway, NBC didn't bat an eye at the time. And again, that was in 2012. As cheap history. The ass cheeks of history. That's Thank right. you, Senator McCain. <laughs> President Trump not wasting any time criticizing NBC after the news broke about the firing of Lauer today. In a series of tweets, uh, Trump said, Wow, Matt Lauer just fired from NBC for inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace. But when will the top executives at NBC and Comcast be fired for putting out so much fake news? Check out Andy Lack's past, exclamation point. Jeez, that is throwing down a, this means war to a guy, right? And Trump had a follow-up tweet to that. So now that Matt Lauer is gone, when will the fake news practitioners at NBC be terminating the contract of Phil Griffin? And will they terminate low ratings Joe Scarborough based on the unsolved mystery that took place in Florida years ago? Investigate, exclamation point. What? What is that? What? Phil Griffin. The president works for TMZ. (laughs) (laughs) Phil Griffin is, by the way, is the president of MSNBC. 
So that's why Trump was going after him. So he's claiming Scarborough's got some sort of past. Yes. Andy Lack, the news guy, the head of the news department, has got some sort of past. Yes. That, that, that's, I mean, if you didn't have enemies already, you certainly do now. Yeah, well, do your enemies have any defense? I think we're probably going to find out in the next 48 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then please can we stop talking about this. But Trump's past doesn't seem to be, you know, completely clean. You know what? It's funny. We got a note from uh, frequent correspondent Steve who said, listen, the question is, and he was talking about uh, Roy Moore and Al Franken and all sorts of different people. Has, has there been, uh, I'm paraphrasing now, has there been a trial in essence? Have these charges been out and there's been an election? Charges have been out, there's been a hearing or a trial or whatever. Has this thing been looked at already or not? And in the case of Trump, the accusers were out there. The tape with Billy Bush, which was authentic, uh, Donald, uh, etc. They were out there, and America voted. But we were in a we-don't-believe-people mode, and now we're in, we're in a believe-people mode. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, don't... I think there were plenty of people who wanted to believe all those uh, accusers of Trump. North Korea has test-launched a missile that says could hit anywhere in the U.S. mainland, and South Korea's military is now saying Kim Jong-un's latest ballistic missile flew ten times higher than the International Space Station. The missile hit an altitude of more than 2,800 miles above the Earth's surface before crashing into the Sea of Japan. 2,800 miles up. Yeah, so they could reach... Remember, it was, wasn't was that long ago when we were getting the announcement they could now reach Hawaii. Then we got the announcement, oh my God, they could reach California yep. if they wanted to. Then Are Chicago. we going to go through all 50 states now or what? We get it. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they cannot reach the coast of Maine. Everybody head for coastal Maine. I remember when it was big, <laughs> they could reach Chicago. Yeah. Okay, what about Atlanta? Um <laughs> So now they can reach the whole country. Can yeah. we stop having that conversation? There you go. Turns out that glitter tends to attach itself everywhere and never seems to come off. And now scientists say the sticky decorations are a hazard to the environment and need to be banned across the globe. Glitter needs to be banned? Scientists argue the risk of pollution from glitter, especially it's be in... a stripper panic. <laughs> <laughs> the risk of pollution from glitter, especially in oceans, is too great now to ignore. God, I hate glitter. My kids do projects with glitter now and then. And just, cleaning it up is impossible. There's no contraption that will get all the glitter up off the floor or the table or whatever. The, da- the dance clubs are going to be so much less festive. And that's, that's just what the scientists are saying. You can't clean this stuff up. It should be banned immediately. You get the vacuum cleaner, you got wipes yeah. them on my hands and knees, and there's still glitter on the floor. <laughs> there you go. We, said, we got a couple of new uh, lit-up reindeer for Christmas time. And they're Lit glitter. Like drunk or they're, no, you know, they're electric. You stick a cord up them. And uh, they, uh, they glow, and they got sparkles all over. They're sparkly. Yeah. yeah. Um, did I tell you about how I went to the, uh, I couldn't find one. I saw the display model, but I couldn't find one. And I go to the big burly guy at Lowe's. I say, yeah, can you help me find the twinkling buck? <laughs> and I look at him like, yeah, I know. So you just, and grinder. he looks at me. <laughs> yeah, I know. So the two you went behind the woodpile and <laughs> got your Matt Lauer on. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Geez. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah. Judy got glitter all over, and I told her all day, you look like a stripper. What is going on here? Glitter everywhere. It probably is some uh, heinous threat to the planet. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. But kids are still amazed with the drip a little glue, pour sure. glitter on it, yeah. then turn it over, and there you got it. Just magic. Yeah. It's magic. 
Uh, a little bit later on, I want to talk about a painful health problem I'm dealing with. Perhaps it will be of aid to other people. Um, we, we need to talk about Russia and the Olympics. Holy cow. Russia in the Olympics may be a thing of the past for a long time. Oh, really? Oh, my God. The, 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 the block has been busted. Takes a lot of fun out of the Olympics. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. There is rock-solid documentation of government-sponsored, widespread cheating. Is anybody surprised? No, but the evidence is now irrefutable. Yeah. And if they are not banned completely from the games, it'll render the Olympics a joke. All right, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Prince Harry getting married, that's exciting news. Uh, genealogy experts say that Prince Harry and his fiancée, Meghan Markle, are actually distant cousins. Mm. Yeah. After hearing they were related, Queen Elizabeth finally gave the couple her blessing. Because that's... <laughs> right. What? Wow. Inbreeding. Royal inbreeding joke. Uh, it's been pointed out by several people that she will not be a princess she, because she is not of royal lineage. She will be a duchess. Gotcha. A what princess, a royal lineage. What? what what's the, this is the twenty-first century. Well, a princess can become queen. She can't become queen. It's Certainly not. not. Yeah. Um. Because uh, she doesn't have royal blood. What's the matter with you people? <sighs> we have a text line. It's four one five two nine five KFTC. Ban all glitter. Father of a five-year-old. Yeah, I agree with you. As the father of a five-year-old. Uh, several people sent the text, glitter is the herpes of the craft world. Apparently, that's a, that is a saying, because hmm. we got a bunch of people texting that. It's an unfortunate saying. Stop <laughs> you, saying that. You can't get rid of it. It's everywhere all the time. Duct tape is what you use to clean up glitter. That might work. I'll try that. I could see that, certainly, yeah. And this, I was going to bring this up yesterday. Um... Wish I'd back when I described what Bitcoin was so eloquently. Oh I sure wish I'd have bought some Bitcoin. <laughs> Guys, I bought a thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin when it was two hundred dollars. Oh god. When it reached a thousand I sold, a five fold increase I was happy with. Had I not sold that, my one thousand dollars would be worth fifty five thousand dollars today. Bitcoin is up eight hundred and seventy percent over the year. Wow. I mean it's obviously a bubble <sighs> and it would burst, but yeah. Yeah, some say it isn't, Jack. Signed, 2005. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. So listen to this, would you? You like the Olympics like I do? I do. I'm excited for my kids. We'll we'll watch the Olympics together. Of course, you know, luckily Matt Lauer won't be on there. You know, as I I look back, as a kid, I loved the Olympics. I have a similar feeling about the Olympics as I have for, like, you know, dearly departed love, like ex-girlfriends who I really cared about. I mean, I think about the Olympics as a kid, and it stirs me deep inside. Yeah, it's like Christmas time or right. other, other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, just deep memory of happiness and being with dad and mom and my cousins and, and watching stuff. Talking about it at school. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Olympic heroes were on everybody's lips. But anyway, uh, Olympic officials are going to announce on December 5th, if they don't bar Russia completely... From the Winter Olympics in unpronounceable South Korea, 
They are likely to keep all Russian emblems out of the games. The Russian flag will not fly at the opening and closing ceremonies. Russian athletes would complete in, compete in neutral uniforms. The Russian anthem would not be played. I guess they'd just run around in gray unis or something. Or just sweats. They got on sweats from Old Navy. Um, now, if that happens, Russian officials have said that is, is close to an outright ban and we will boycott the 2018 Olympics. It is. It seems clear to me there's no way Russia competes. And, and in this current, this upcoming in a few days Olympics. Right. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. One of their head chemists in their doping program has essentially turned state's evidence. The Russians were cheating? (laughs) Um, This is one of the guys who was one of the smart chemists who came up with all these drug cocktails. I didn't even know you could do this. I thought you had to take a shot in the ass. They had actual cocktails, drug cocktails, that were cocktails that that the athletes would drink. It was three different anabolic steroids. I need that. Uh, please. Where do you get that? Get my buzz on and get swole. Are you kidding me? Um, it was three different anabolic steroids, and I think... Um, I'd like to have a shirtless summer. One last shirtless summer. Oh, wouldn't that be beautiful? Get me on the roids. Yeah. Oh, vermouth. It's three anabolic steroids and martini brand vermouth. You mix that up, you throw it on the rocks, and the athletes swig it down, and they get buzzed and swole, which, again, is a dream come true. Um, but this guy... He was one of those people who painstakingly keeps a diary every day of his life. Mm. Everything he does. Good idea, unless you're committing uh, felonies. Woke up this morning, 641, took shower, ate oatmeal for breakfast, stopped at store on way to work, purchased candy bar for coworker, etc. Just everything. So he's the Samuel Peeps of Olympic doping. <laughs> Excellent to... Uh... Excellent, which is I reference. Google who that is. An odd thing to do. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm uh, I'm working with Dennis Miller all of a sudden. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I, but uh, one one quick important thing: experts have examined these diaries, and they are 100 percent certain they have not been. They were contemporaneous, meaning they were written at the time. They have not been altered right. uh, in any way. Um, and this guy documents. All the meetings he had with all the top sports officials, all the top government officials, and what they discussed, and how sometimes if a like there was one lady, I think she was a uh, race walker, or a, which how can that one be of a my race? Favorites. You're walking, yeah. <laughs> um, I could be. That's the one event I could still compete in though, because I walk. Um, I almost never pole vault, but so she got <laughs> she got busted for for roiding up. And uh, and he got dragged in. Man, he got chewed out for two and a half hours by a top official. He described how at the Sochi Games, which was in Russia, how the testing lab, well, the next room over, they'd built a secret lab of their own. And there was a hole in the wall, and they'd pass the clean whiz through to test for the athletes. They had they had pallets of clean glory urine. hole of clean whiz <laughs> exactly for testing. But he he in his diary he documents how he got to Sochi and the clean whiz showed up and it wasn't arranged alphabetically or even by sport. And he's writing in his diary now I've got to rearrange all the effing whiz. This is stupid. This is a waste of time. They all taste the same. I can't <laughs> tell who they belong to. Wow, he's here all week, folks. <laughs> Try the veal. And so this guy is going into gory detail. All the names, 
Yeah. All the times, all the locations, day by day, the meetings, who's involved. And the, um, the, the quote, uh, which is buried deep within this rather long article I'll characterize, is that if Russia isn't banned from the games, the Olympics has become a joke. I understand the conundrum, because if you have that kind of evidence and you don't ban people, then, then why would the United States or any other country attempt to follow the rules? On the other hand... It's ruined. <laughs> it's just, you're ruining the whole thing. No, if, and, and, no, if you let them compete, you're ruining it. Well, it's ruined no matter what. It's, mm. it's ruined no matter what. I don't know. I don't know. No. It's lessened. It's diminished. I will grant you that. I don't think it's ruined. Because, you know, the best in the world at skiing aren't Russians and, you know, bobsledding or whatever. It'll still be fun. The ice skating thing will be a whole different world. And if this continues for several Olympics to come, yeah, just that sucks. And the Chinese, you know the Chinese are cheating just as much. Oh, yeah. Dirty commies. You know they are. Right? China. Just I want to see you is in front of me. It's just well, a matter of time. Get me fired. Matt Lauer. It's a matter of time between the United States and Belgium and Canada competing against each other. Well, and that's that, your Olympics. That would be exciting. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.